Welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. Eat pizzas and salads uh, while watching that movie. That. Thank you, patrons. Mm-hmm. Come back. Talk about the movie again based on the knowledge received from viewing it. <laughs> oh. Uh, my name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this episode is... Austin Powers. Nope, it's just the Austin the Powers. First one, the first one. I think it's International Man of Mystery. Oh, Mystery, oh it does have a subtitle? I think so, but I, no one ever called it that because it doesn't oh. matter. It's like Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It <laughs> it's is like exactly Star like Star Wars. <laughs> this movie is a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's canon. It is de- definitely canon. Austin Powers is some sort of uh, Corellian... Super like spy, man. Sex Jedi. Sex Jedi. Yeah. Oh, someone uh, has definitely referred to themselves that way. Oh, oh yeah. that's and uncomfortable. I'm sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that makes you sad, strap in for the movie Austin Powers. I'm going to come right out of the gate with a bet. Yeah. This is going to be less comfortable than we think. Mm. I can see <laughs> or that. it was certainly, inco- I ended up watching this not too recently, about five years ago. Wow. For the first my, time? For, no, for the okay. second time. I think I saw it in the, no, I remember distinctly seeing it in theaters with my best friend, Kelly, and we were the, like the only two Shout people there. Kelly. And we thought Austin Powers was so funny. Yeah. yeah. And he made an appearance later on MTV. It was oh. very, very funny. Synergy. I still remember that. Uh, but, uh, it was great, right? Because that was like the 90s. It was like mm-hmm. the thing. It was like the comedy, yeah. sort of. It, yeah. I don't think it did super well, but then it like became like a cult DVD Because people quote it thingy. all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I remember it being super, like I think it did do super well. I think it did well after the fact, though. Really? I it did great in because theaters. I think it just became a huge success on the rental circuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember it being like a thing that all kids wanted to watch because I was definitely like in sixth grade yeah, or something. Yeah, kids don't have money. <laughs> oh, that's true. So we have to wait for DVDs. Well, not even DVDs. Probably VHS. VHS at that point. I don't know. What year? Come out? I'm gonna say. Ooh. I'm gonna say 96. 98. 97. Wow, I was thinking 98. So I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Great. What did I say? That's what you said. Oh, okay. Um. So that was the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then my brother-in-law was very excited to show this movie to his kids, uh-huh. oh. who at the time were. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Well, probably, I don't know, like 10 and 8 sure. or yeah. thereabouts, somewhere between 8 and 12. No, younger than that, like 8 and 10. Yeah. And I was sort of like, oh, that'll be fun. But then we start watching this movie all together, and I started sweating from every pore. <laughs> yeah. There is so much that's horrible about this. And if you're that age, you don't realize it's a parody right. of an earlier generation of film, right? Right. You're just learning this is how you talk to women, and that fat bastard stuff is like that's the third one, right? Uh, no, I think he's in the first one, he's in the first one. Fat bastard's in the first one. No, I thought he didn't appear to the gold member. No, the fat bastard is not the only characters he plays in this one are Austin Powers and the villain. Are you sure? Yes, okay. Molly's bet fat bastard is in this one, and it's uncomfortable. Okay, Dan's bet Molly watched the second one with her (laughs) nephews or whatever, (laughs) and He's misremembering the entire movie. The second one? I thought he was only the third one. No, he's in the second one. Oh. Getting my belly, am I right? Oh, baby back ribs. Oh, 
Okay, yeah, because there isn't... No, is Mini-Me in this one? No. That's in the Guys, second they one. they had so little money in this movie. <laughs> okay, so maybe... Dr. Evil. They Dr. probably Evil. spent all their money on Elizabeth... What's her name? Hurley. 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 Oh, yeah, because I think um, Heather Graham was in it. Yeah, that's So maybe we one. saw the second one. The mm. Spy Who Shagged Me? That sounds like the second one, I think. Ugh. Well, it'd be unlike me to mix up which movie it was. Yeah. I mean, it's very this. I'm very curious about this though, because even though you watched the wrong movie, uh, <laughs> I think it will be interesting to see. Because I remember this movie, yeah, like being like hot shit, super fun, like you know, like the best comedy of whatever time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like really good satire and send up of this very particular kind of movie. But I really am curious to see how well that holds up. Oh. You know what I mean? Because like so much of it is like, lol. It's making fun of this specific thing, but it's also like still that thing. You yeah, know what I mean? it still requires you to find that thing funny mm-hmm. because it's not like an expose. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that holds up. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like when I when I saw this movie, I was probably like that same age, like twelve maybe. Mm-hmm. Wait, that can't even. I might that might be too old. No, twelve seems right. But like, it was just. It was just this the right age where like I knew that the things that they were talking about were like sexual, but I didn't <laughs> understand anything that anyone was saying. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very curious to what it is like to watch as an adult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly why I want to do this movie because it was like huge mega hit, huge. the best comedy, like a, maybe even like a turn in comedy. Like we hadn't like this t- type of comedy wasn't out there before as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and now looking back. All I can think is it's going to be very hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I remember when Mike Meyer, uh, yeah, was uh, Myers, <laughs> yes, not Seth Meyer, Mike Myers was. Seth Meyer is also Seth Meyer. <laughs> oh, They're really? Is Myers. nobody Meyer? Oscar uh, Meyer. Oscar Meyer? <laughs> okay. Is fair. there a Judy Meyer? Sure. Uh, probably somewhere. <laughs> Judy, <laughs> yeah, Judy. <laughs> Judy, we're talking to you. <laughs> There's somebody who's like, oh, shit. <laughs> they know. Uh, when he was doing his press circuit, mm-hmm. he would say that what inspired him actually was the death of his father. Yeah. You remember this? Yes, so it was heartwarming, yeah. honestly. Because he Wait. said... Sorry. Yeah, no, why? Oh, for this movie? Yeah. Yeah. His dad was that a- was the, one of the ways he and his dad connected was watching oh. movies, those old movies. Yeah, and he like wanted to make a movie that his dad would find funny. Oh. Or he Aww. wanted to create a character that his dad would find funny. That's sweet. That's something. really sweet. Yeah. So then... Does that make you horny, baby? Oh, God. No. <laughs> Randy. This is going to be hard. No, no it's horny. It's both. Oh, okay. Uh, there's yeah, there's a lot of like quotes that people would have on stickers and put yeah. on things. With, like out the context of this man is a buffoon. Oh, I think I bet what's gonna make me the most angry, aside from all the stuff that's gonna make me super furious, mm-hmm. is that the whole movie hinges on Elizabeth Hurley making his character seem funny. Mm-hmm. Right? Like her character is going to have to work really hard, oh, like as the straight man, as the st- well as the straight man, but also the or role woman. that women okay, play right. in mm-hmm. a lot of. Did you say straight woman? I did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to make the men who are co-hosting or whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't mean you guys. <laughs> Make no, them fine. look good, right? It's like the whole Regis and Kathy Lee thing, right? Mm-hmm. Regis only works because Kathy Lee is there, or later 
Kelly was there mm-hmm. to make him seem funny and charming and not a giant buffoon uh-huh. or the way Marge makes Homer Simpson palatable. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are other examples that people are screaming at their radios right now. Not radio. <laughs> um, well, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe by this point, 2020, <laughs> we're on the radio. 2020 radio. <laughs> we did it. Mainstream. Don't baby. touch that dial. Hey. We'll be right back with more. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> you are the worst at this. <laughs> Isn't uh, that one of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, baby. It's because <sighs> it, I know it's that's it's. I'm gonna be. I don't know. Like I honestly have no idea, and I feel like I'm honestly the minute I remember to watch this, I worried like if I find anything funny, I'm gonna feel like an asshole. <laughs> Because, oh. like, so much of the movie hinges on just, like, this man is a cartoon character. Like, every other character, both of the characters he plays, like, the whole conceit of both of them is everyone else reacting to them. Right. Yeah. Right? And, like, the fact that they even exist is the joke most of the time. Yeah. Because you know? he's, like, a frozen man, right? What? Is that the plot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's it's... frozen. He's a spy from the 60s. Yes. He's frozen. Oh. They unthaw him. He pees for a million hours. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's right. a whole bit. This is basically comedy demolition man. Yes. He has a car that's like a... Has a, a mini Cooper. Jack on it. He's got a Mini Cooper. Yeah. No. I think it's like a Alfa Romeo. Oh, I thought it was a Mini Cooper. I don't know Mini Cooper. Okay. All right. Um... Then what? What's the in the first one? What is his uh, like mystery to be solved, or whatever uh, it Dr. is? Evil is? It's literally Demolition Man. Like Doctor Evil is also back. And oh, so they yeah. Need He's got to get one million dollars. Uh huh. Pinky by the mouth. Uh, yep. Um, He's a cat. Oh yeah. Hairless cat. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Mr. Bigglesworth. Nice. Is does this one have classic Austin Powers bits where they're naked, but the, there's objects Fruit. that cover their yeah. body parts? Yeah. Probably Ooh, so, yeah. goes on forever. That could still be funny. That might still be funny. Who knows? I don't know. It takes place at a hotel. There's a bunch of fruit around. Our <laughs> hotels. Does that mean it's not funny? Hotels aren't funny. No. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you didn't know that. So that's classic bit. Yeah. Uh, how about classic? Um, you, all you see is shadows, and they're doing mundane tasks, but it looks like they're banging. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be in might there. Might be in the second one. I feel like they're in every one. Maybe they're in every <laughs> one. That's that, possible. They do it every no, time. That's certainly possible. Is um Seth Green in this movie? Yes. Oh yeah. Is this like kid? Doctor yeah. Evil's like. But I thought he didn't get kid? introduced till later. I don't you remember. Know what? Sure. <laughs> oh no, Molly's so defeated. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be rough. Uh, this is going to be Seth a rough Green, one. Yeah. I think this is the one with fembots. Correct. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, this is like that's the thing. Like every all of this shit that we're already so horrified about, <laughs> it's so hard to like track with it because like the entire point of this movie is how horrible the James Bond movies were. Yeah, yeah. like every joke is just like turning the elements of those movies up to eleven. Yeah, so it's so hard to be like, like even if we don't find it funny, is it still successful satire? You know what I mean? We'll have to see. I guess. <laughs> yeah, because it's that thing of like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really lampoon the idea that there's just women that are objects in movies by putting extra, even hotter right. women in my movie <laughs> who are literal <laughs> objects. Yeah. And so, like, yes, it works, but then also, it's still you're just putting hot women right. in the movie just to be hot women. Yeah. Well, maybe. It will surprise us. Maybe. Maybe. I am, as with these dark Star Wars prequels, I am leaving myself open to enjoying this movie. Don't know if it's going to happen. 
Don't yeah, know. We will see. Well, because there's definitely, I remember this one at least. The first one, because it was, you know, sort of this thing that he kind of, it was like this labor of love for him. Like, there are some, I remember there are some like genuine moments in this movie of like this character like struggling with his circumstances. You know what I mean? Where it's not just like joke, 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 joke. Like, there are some moments where it is like him actually having like human struggles of being in this era that he doesn't understand. Oh, right. You know, and I think there's some really nice Dr. Evil, Seth Green stuff. Maybe. And son. My memory is that there's actually some moments where you feel kind of bad for Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he does that thing where he tells him to zip it. Oh, there's the oh, there's a whole bun- bag full of zips. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ways that he says it. Yes. And then, the, yeah, yeah. That father was a son thing that dynamic. My friend and I thought was the funniest. It's we did funny. that for a long time. It was funny. This is another one of those movies that's been ruined by other people, <laughs> right? Like every single line of dialogue has been spoken aloud for the last 25 years. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Borat thing, right? Yeah. Where like Borat was this huge thing when it came out. This huge comedy. Michael that, J. Scott did it. And then it just became like, now the joke is like, haha, you're doing that because it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael J. Scott. Huh? Wait, is his middle <laughs> name Jay? I don't know. I thought so. Is was that it? Michael J. Fox? Steve Carell, if you're listening, <laughs> tweet at us. What is your Michael J. Fox signature character's middle initial? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can so, we run down classic lines that you just shout at people after you see yes. this movie? Uh, yeah, baby. One, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Of course. One of course. million dollars, which I will always make me think of that part of Broad City, where one of the characters is forced to go to an improv show. <laughs> oh yeah. Previously, I thought was hot until she saw him do improv. Yes. And one of his big lines <laughs> yes. was one million dollars. Yeah, and, and it was like die. And it was like 2015. Yes. Or <laughs> it was so good. That satire. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Do I make uh, you horny? Yes. Uh, Baby. Randy. Something about Randy. Uh, zip it. Uh, what does Dr. Evil do? I oh. am remembering that when I was in school, like elementary school, that a kid had a sticker that said, do I make you horny? <laughs> in like tie-dye, you know, like 60s font. Yeah. On his notebook. And he got in really big trouble for it. Yeah. And... Sure. Of course, he um, did. that was a that was the the hot goss the of the scandal day. Of the day. <laughs> did you hear that Billy had a horny sticker? <laughs> and I was like, "What does horny mean?" <laughs> oh. I mean, it, it was like that age where right. you're like yeah. kind of learning coach all that in stuff. 2018. Mm-hmm. What? That's last two years ago. <laughs> That's less than two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, like, ask me about an emotion. Like, I was supposed to pick an emotion and have it on stage. He's yep. like, what emotion? And I was like, romantic. And he's like, oh, I thought you were doing horny. What? And I was like, horny is not an emotion, first of all. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Is that horny an emotion? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's... It's I mean, a feeling. It's a generous interpretation, I oh, think. And it Are just feelings me emotions? Ex- <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean... Frickin'. What? He says frickin' a lot. He uh, does? Way to get us back on track. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't matter. You, your character can be informed by being horny. That's sure. That's a legit way to get to, to a character. I guess so, but that's like... 
It was so embarrassing because that is not what I was trying to do. I mean, that's a shit, shitty yeah. move as a coach to be like, oh, I thought you were horny, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah agreed. Yeah, I assume he said baby after That I was went. inappropriate. Thank like, you. if you say romantic, it is super inappropriate for somebody to say, oh, no, you were doing horny. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure from my perspective that <laughs> yeah. you were very clearly being horny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I mean when I go home to my wife and I'm like, what? This is romance, right? Oh, I fell over. That's another one. What? Oh, I fell over. I don't know. Yeah, he just keeps falling on Liz oh, Hurley. Who does number two oh, work you're bringing for? it back into yeah. the. Oh, guide. I fell over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's pooping. He's pooping. Yep. Who does number two work for? Because Lucky, oh, oh, Lucky Charms. I predict I will laugh at that poop joke, even <laughs> though I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, every joke is coming. I mean, maybe there'll be one that surprises us, and it'll be like the best joke of the movie. Who knows? Um, oh, there's... and there's what's her name? Huh? Oh, the lady who's very stern, sort of German lady that oh, works yeah. for Doctor Evil. I yeah. think she'll have some good stuff. Probably. Mindy Sterling is her name, I believe. Oh, her real the name? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I don't remember Frau. Oh, doesn't she end up being uh, Frau something? Bluka. That's from Myers. Nope. What? Seth. <laughs> God, Seth Green's mom. I think so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I bet there's gonna be. Here's Dan's bet. Uh, there's gonna be a. <laughs> This movie's going to be full of character actors, and they're all going to crush it, even yeah. if we don't find it funny in 2019. This has got a real fresh Will Ferrell in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like oh. a real early, early Will Ferrell. Is this where he gets squished? Oh, yeah. He gets uh, he gets dropped, and he's like, I'm still alive. Or is he yells stop at the steamroller for a really no, that's long a, time? No, that's, that's not Will Ferrell. That's just a random guy. Okay. But, but Will Ferrell, Ferrell does. Is, yeah. He gets like ejected from the conference room table. Yeah. 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 I'm He's still like a henchman. alive. Please help me. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't remember anything. About Ooh, is this the one where he can't get the cart to turn around? Yes. I think so. I still talk about Austin Powers in when that's I pretty mean funny. like a twin. I bet that'll still turn. be funny. <laughs> yeah. That's a universal truth. I bet that part will still it's be hard funny. Hard to parallel park and turn around. Uh, yeah. I bet Burke Backrat's <laughs> thing is still going to be charming as fuck. Oh, oh right. is he old number two? Who's Burt Bacharach? He's a musician, oh, he's a musician who shows up for one scene. Yeah. I saw him in concert one time. How was it? No big deal. Oh, it was really charming. Great. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Come on. He had some singers come sing because his voice is, yeah. um, you know, but he's written some of the great songs of our time. Still plays the keys? Oh, yes. boy. Well, this was years ago. No. Yeah. <laughs> is he alive? Ooh. Oh, oh tweet I don't want Channing. that bet. What? Sorry. Tweet at us, Jay. Yeah. Or Seth Meyers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Is we have Seth to the list? Or Judy? <laughs> Judy Meyer. Hey Judy. Hey Judy, can you quick look up a Burt Packard so like get back to us? Doing something while you're listening to the podcast, but like let's take a break from yeah. changing the oil over yeah. in your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm really nervous that this is gonna be incredibly uncomfortable, or I'm gonna find it really funny still. And I'm just going to look like a huge asshole in front of the soul, other three. Soul searching later? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think we should rate this with, Molly? Uh, Judy Meyerbots. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a robot uh-huh. designed to look like... Hypothetical. Hypothetical, but definitely <laughs> real person who is definitely <laughs> listening to our podcast, Judy Meyer. Yep. Is she in any way designed to seduce a spy? Or is she just like... Just going, you know, she's built to just go about her business. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what I is her purpose? Like, I think she's a pretty self-actualized bot. Okay. Wow. So cool. she can... Like Ex Machina? Yeah. yeah. So, That's a good movie, by the way. Hot take. 
Hot Toads review. <laughs> At least Beth and I liked Ex Machina. Well, I also we could it. watch that instead. It's nope. not too late. No, it is. It is too, it's late. too late. We've already recorded the first uh, half of the show. But no, I mean, so she can she can do it all. It's up to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Complete autonomy. Can also, like, break into cars. Whoa. Do some Terminator stuff. Oh, so she's like, you're saying, like, boss. we're like on the she's verge of, boss. like, she could either go either way. Like, she yeah. could either Judy be like Meyer, a monster that destroys a portion of humanity yeah. and ruins it for robot kind. Yeah. Or shows that robots can be a, a peaceful coexistence with humans. Is yeah. it up to Judy Meyer human to teach her Ooh, great question. goodness? No, I, I would f- watch that movie, by the way. Me too. Judy? <laughs> Judy? Judy, pull over. <laughs> we have a black mirror pitch for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. <laughs> so how many? Oh, man. I am going to go on uh, MeyerTech.com, <laughs> and I'm going to place an order for a cowardly three oh. Judy Meyer bots. Wow. Because as I stated earlier, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this movie at all. Because even if I don't find it funny, I might still come back and be like, it is a good satire. Like, mm-hmm. it was good for what it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. But maybe I'll hate it, except for the as-established poop joke and can't move a cart around yeah. joke. Yeah. I'm laughing just <laughs> thinking about maybe it. something else, right? <laughs> you got that to look forward to. That's like, I don't know, maybe the last 15 minutes of the movie. So yeah. you just got to sit through the... Uh, actually, I think this one's a tight 90. You're welcome. Yeah, probably. For a first one. You know, I don't remember really enjoying this movie as a child. Sure. And so... Well, you were probably looking up all these sex words the whole time. That's (laughs) true. But, like, as an adult, I can't imagine that it is funnier to an adult than it is to a child. Ah, Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, I'm going to go with two. Okay. And then, you know, if it surprises me and it is delightful, it'd be great to give it more Mm -hmm. after I watch it. But. Wait, did we talk about the Bechdel Wallace? Oh. No. Uh, let's do that real fast okay. before we get to... One, two, three, no. Yes. I'm going to say yes. Wow. We're keeping it spicy. Ooh. Yes. What do you who think, do you think is going to talk? Um, I bet, bot to her? To no, I bet... Who did we decide was in this? Elizabeth Hurley? Elizabeth Hurley yep. talks with one of the female villains. Sure. I bet they fight each other. Oh, and sure. They'll say yeah. something That's to true. Each other. Women fight. All women, always women Austin fight. Powers. Um, I think they'll talk about like... I think they will probably call each other were names. Oh, okay. I Mm-hmm. But I think pass. I think they will both have names, and I think they will talk to each other. Wow! Great. Oh, I love this bet. Yeah, wouldn't it be bet. hilarious if Austin Powers is the movie that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be funny. Um, I'm going to join Beth on Austin Powers gets a two dot com mm-hmm. <laughs> and give it a two. You know, you can still just go to the Meyer Tech website and just order the specific number of. Meyer oh, is that bots. how Meyer Tech works? Yeah. Okay. There's so many uh, domain names. You don't have to go to, to the specific. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go to the specific URL for the number that you want to order. That's just bad business. Well, Judy, get on this. You're a capable web software developer. We've we established just now. Yeah, Judy's um, now freaked out. <laughs> so they know. Because um, while, as I said, I'm leaving myself open to enjoying this movie, yeah. I don't think I will. Okay. Um, and so I'm ready to I'm ready to be thrilled, Austin, <laughs> but probably won't. Great. Is that two still? That's two. That's yeah. you're ready to be thrilled. Yeah. Is it two? Yeah, a one. I feel like I'm closed off from uh, enjoying like not this even movie. willing. Yeah. yeah, a two. Because that's funny. Because I was thinking about a one. You're allowed. Um, yeah. I know. It just, it feels so much. It's, it's true. You feel like you've just already closed the book and 
And I, I will enjoy the very slow motion scene, I think, right. in like the cement thing. Let's also remember, the last time you watched this movie, you were actually watching a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it will surprise you. So in that case, I really have not seen this, except maybe, I think they used to play it on TBS pretty frequently. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I may have seen it then, but it has been a good long while since I've seen it. Um, wow. Okay, well... Assuming I'm able to watch this as just me and not imagining a younger person watching it, I think I'll give it a two and a half Judy Meyer bots. Great. All right. Half a bot. That does not bode well, well it's just for a her smaller agency. Bot. Oh. It's just a smaller bot. Okay. Half size. Half size. Got it. That Half size, sense. twice as powerful. Whoa. Whoa. What? Yep. These robots are terrifying. <laughs> And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Austin Powers, the first one, and we'll be right back. Um, um, uh, uh, um. Hey, listeners, did you know that Totes Recall has uh, exclusive content available to patron supporters of this podcast? <gasps> For wow. as little as $1 a month, mm. you can get access to very exclusive content. Who's <laughs> That we Potent. have recorded just for you, just for our patron listeners. And our most recent, uh, seeing as how it's January, is about the future. Totes Recall 2020, where we've made up some really dumb bits that we're very <laughs> excited about. Uh, and also just talked a little bit about our hopes and dreams uh, for the future in film uh, and in our own lives. So no big deal. I mean, if you're interested in that, it's only a dollar to check it out. Yeah, we're just putting <laughs> I just feel really out on the desperate. Table. Like, is this not worth a dollar? I mean, I think it's worth more than a dollar, <laughs> which <laughs> makes right. it a really good deal. It wow. does make it a good deal. And you get a T-shirt or you well, can donate amounts that would get your name in lights, much like Sam Huster. Sam Huster. Sam Huster. Sam Huster. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. This is Thank your name. You. For your and lights. More than a dollar contribution. <laughs> yeah. Show so, all your friends. Yeah, absolutely. So be a little more like Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Everybody. check out uh, patreon.com slash totes recall. Dot com. And we're back. <laughs> we just watched one hour and 29 minutes of some pretty good physical gags. Yeah. Yeah. And some other stuff. And some other stuff. And you know what? It was not the spy who shagged me. No. And that's great. Yes. It wasn't even close to being as bad as I thought it was going to be. Nope. Hooray. Like, there weren't, there weren't many uh, parts of the movie where I was like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Dan? Well, great podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. Great. Uh, you, looked, you looked deep in thought. I'm deep in th- I was deep in thought. It feels like a later, not at the top. Well, we got to do second, 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 Summarize the movie in a minute or less. Yeah, wow. great. I'll do it. Okay, I'll put the time on the clock here. And go. The year is 1967. Austin Powers is the coolest spy around, and also everybody knows who he is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, bad spy? Anyway, <laughs> everyone loves him. 
Dr. Evil is trying to kill him. Yes. He escapes. <laughs> okay. Everybody's frozen for 30 years. Uh-huh. Then they're back. Everybody's frozen? Uh, Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. Okay. Both are Mike Myers. They're back <laughs> in 1997. And it's not like 1967. 30 seconds. Oh, boy. Um, I'm so bad at this, Dan. Um, Austin Powers is a fish out of water, wants to bang everybody, falls in love with Vanessa, who's the daughter of his old partner that he wanted to bang but didn't. And they foil the evil plot. There's characters and bits. And in the end, everything's good. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Wow. Nailed it. Definitely nailed it. I mean, you spent like the first 30 seconds describing the first scene of the movie. And also like the very premise of the movie that was marketed to people before they even saw the movie. And then the second 30 seconds kind of not describing anything. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't remember what happened by the time I got to the middle and just panicked. Because I mean, it all seemed like just jokes. Uh, mostly, yeah. And that's, just, you don't recap jokes. No. Well, there were all the henchmen and Mr. Bigglesworth, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> These are just characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what made it longer. What's yeah. done is done. <laughs> I mean, the script probably was like the title. We got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The character mm-hmm. list. We're getting there. And then maybe like 20 pages. <laughs> right? I'm serious because I'm sure like every page was just like, eh, and then we just fuck around for 20 minutes and then turn the cameras off. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. What? That was a highly scripted, that was a fully scripted thing. No way. Shut a up. A ton of those, in- in- a ton of those interactions that served no purpose of the plot were totally improvised. Okay. Like they probably, I'm guessing Seth Green had like two scripted lines in that movie. <laughs> I don't know. I can't dispute it because I have not read up. Ah. If I had known, I would have oh. searched on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, our most beloved movie. segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just enwrapped by the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Before when there was dead air and I was lost in thought, <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking about the thought I had kind of the whole, throughout the whole movie was yeah. this movie would still work. Like with some tweaks, this mm-hmm. movie would still work today and mm-hmm. be a pretty decent comedy mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think that says a lot about it yeah. yeah but at the same time like it's really corny yes but is that just because it's been just drilled into my brain so hard i think it was pretty fresh when it came out yeah. what i found watching this movie is i really don't think i've seen it in any length at all since i first saw it in theaters in 1997 mm-hmm. and so as i was watching it everything i was remembering was having watched it in the movie theater with my friend um, and I mean, my best friend, if we're being totally honest in the okay. whole world, okay. oh center gosh. of my universe. Wow. Um, she's great. Anyway, the point is we were watching Sorry, this husband. movie and it became, <laughs> there were so many pieces of that movie that I'd forgotten about that became like part of our language, yeah. like beyond the like, you know, um, yeah, babies. Psychedelic yeah. and yeah, babies and all that stuff. I mean, they're all lines from the movie, but it was some of the lines that didn't come to mind first thing, mm-hmm. like the head of the major head of a major corporation, which is a terrible pun. But also after like a series of terrible puns, good, yeah, right? really well done. <laughs> and the that's not mean in a nutshell. This is mean in a nutshell, and that kind of thing. I know these aren't. You all remember these lines, sure, but. or don't. <laughs> 
I assume everybody was like, yeah, that Throw was Throw me it. a freaking bone here. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the sharks with lasers. Yeah. There was a lot of really great stuff. And man, I really enjoyed the father-son dynamic even more than I remembered. And that monologue with an uncle who made outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is solid. Yeah. yeah. There were some very funny lines in this movie. Like I did, rem- when we were... Going into this, I did mostly just remember the things that pop culture remembers mm-hmm. of just like all the dumb catchphrases and stuff. But there are actually some like solid jokes in this movie. And just some joyful, like the part where he's running from everybody at the very beginning. It's sort of like a spoof of help, I assume, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the Beatles. And then he goes around a corner and he comes back around and he's leading a parade. That was good. It was so good. Yeah. And we learned that all of the... British policemen are like the greatest gymnasts in the world. <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah, that was like a fun dance number and mm. everyone was wearing fun 60s mod costumes. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And it does a lot of like like over repetition and extending the joke yes. a little too far. Yes. For comedy. Yes. Which I really enjoy, but also feels like a newer style of comedy than 1997. Mm. Like, if you tell me this is a comedy from the late 90s, I don't think of, like, those sort of awkward extensions and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It feels, like, ahead of its time and corny as hell at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking that in that joke, or in the scene where they're, like, doing the evil laugh, and it just is, like, answering the question of how does that end? Because, like, in any other movie, it would be, like, and then it would cut to the next scene. Yeah. And, like... You know, when when you're watching it now, you're like, okay, I've seen this before. But I'm like, did we? Had we seen that no, before? It was that fresh and new. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if, like, obviously, we can't remember anything. But <laughs> it just, I wonder if it seems corny now because this movie established so many like tropes and styles of comedy, and then they got played out over the next. 20 years Mm -hmm. and now when we look back at someone that did it earlier right it just feels tired i mean that's a lot of comedy Uh, suffers from that like a lot of comedy doesn't age well because it's sort of just like oh yeah i get it you know because you've already gotten you've gotten it a thousand times already in your life and you're not surprised by it anymore and this is maybe a detour which would be so unlike me no yeah this is unprecedented (laughs) i've been thinking a lot about how in the late night talk shows the trend of they'll say mitch mcconnell and man who uh just realized the buffet is out of shrimp or Uh, whatever yeah yeah Yeah. that is so popular right now yes it is and i feel like it's fairly recent and i feel like it's Uh, no i disagree i think the daily show was doing it 10 years ago were they that far back i've watched a lot of daily show and i don't remember report colbert report was definitely doing that okay yeah, but I agree. It's so now everybody else is doing it, and so I'm noticing it more? Maybe. Yeah. It's a solid joke. I mean, yeah. it's great. It's a solid setup for a joke. It's wonderful. But, like, is this going to be like the, don't get me started? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what? that happened. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, or- I guess... If we're going, okay, I will say this. What's the deal with ski slopes? I will say this. If we're going to just uh, absorb a structure of a joke for like the next 10 years, Mm -hmm. one where you just sort of like casually shit on monsters (laughs) in power. (laughs) Like I'm okay with that becoming like the new, my wife. (laughs) 
right? I feel like that's a that's pro that's progress as a culture, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's fair. Yeah, but I don't. That's probably not going to happen. Instead, it's going to be that's like really. It's like a photo caption contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, it totally is. Okay. Well, that was like a whole thing. Uh, in the uh, after the election, there was like the internet blew up for like at least a week of just like Steve Bannon looks like. Oh. Like that was just like a meme for like a solid week. Wow. There were some real good ones. I don't remember any of them, but at the time I was just like, yes, that is funny and also accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I had to play that song in Pep Band, by the way. That's a good Pep Ooh, Band. That's song. a great song. Quincy yep. Jones. Pep to it. What? It's got good pep to it. It does yeah. have pep. What is it called? Bossa Nova something. something. Is that true? I mean, it's good. If, if you would tell me in advance, I would definitely Wikipedia during the movie. Well, we, why would I we have say, told I you looked that? up one thing yes. because I couldn't dispute he was not driving a Mini Cooper. Oh, I yeah. said it was maybe an Aston Martin or an Alfa Romeo. You said Alfa Romeo. Neither of those <gasps> things. I mean, it, it definitely was wasn't what I was thinking of. A Jaguar 6E or something. Oh. Sure. You're welcome, car heads. Jaguar. Heads. That's what they call themselves, Jaguar. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do the English say it? Is that still a thing, though? Can you a different gearheads. Yeah, but like... At this point, Gears has been taken over by some other weird thing, right? Oh, like the Gears of Justice engine, or like foot. I don't know. I just feel like too many things have too many subcultures <laughs> have, have gears. Like wait, oh gear, like yeah. not like oh uh, yeah, the P- inner piston pals. What piston pals? <laughs> yeah, love that. What? Piston pals. That's the new car that? head. Yeah, yeah, he did. But it's it's <laughs> this is it now. Hey, hey, <laughs> car people. How about car comrade? Whoa, oh. Molly. It's a little USA bit USA number yeah. five, have you forgotten? <laughs> Ooh, that was maybe one of my favorite jokes of the whole movie that I did not yeah. really enjoy as a kid was when he's unfrozen and they introduce the American general and the Russian general. And he's just like, Russian intel- why is Russian intelligence here? And then they're like, oh, the Cold War is over. And he immediately is just like, oh, thank God those capitalist pigs finally <laughs> like, got what was coming for the make comments. Yeah. My solid. My favorite joke that I didn't understand as a kid was that um, the guy who plays kind of like the, oh no, it's a letter, Q character? Yeah, M. M is different. It's a new one. He was both in this movie. Wasn't Q the gadget? Yes. Yeah. So he was kind of both. he kind of did both. Oh. Okay. Anyway. Yep. His name is Basil Exposition. Solid joke. (laughs) And that is very funny. Solid goddamn joke. Very dumb. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I en- I keep saying I enjoyed it, but you guys, did I enjoy this movie? <laughs> well, that's what I'm, it's blowing my mind. Cause it's like, that also like stupid stuff like that also feels fresher than 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I enjoyed dumb comedy. Yes. And this had a lot of really dumb jokes. Yes. Yeah. And great physical comedy. Oh my oh. God. The yeah. physical comedy was amazing. Yeah. When like, Dr. Evil everybody. sits in his chair and then it scoots like. <laughs> Diagonally away from the table. Yeah, like it's too the real. Fact that, and the fact that Mike Myers didn't do that joke like four times instead yeah. of just two times. Mm-hmm. I can't decide if that was a mistake or the right call. Yeah, because well, I loved sim- it. Yeah, similarly, when um, Will Ferrell's character gets put into the pit and mm-hmm. he's not dead, right? We all remember that. Please, yep. I'm very badly burned. Yep. Um, the timing on. Him getting getting shot, and yes. he's like, "Oh, you shot me! You shot me in the arm. Why did you do that?" And you hear another gunshot. Yeah, 
and you just at that moment fully expect Will Ferrell is going to come back one more time. Yep. There's just an extra beat of silence and returns to the meeting. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's really good restraint. Yeah. It's just really, I mean, I guess it's. <laughs> is this uh, breaking news? Breaking news. Breaking news. Mike Myers, pretty talented. Yeah. Yeah. And and then just disappeared. What happened? What do you mean? He hasn't. He really did been like doing four of these oh, movies. He did a bunch of these movies, and he then did the Love Guru, which did not do well. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then um, he was like on stage with Kanye West when Kanye West said President <laughs> yeah. Bush does not like black people. Yeah. Uh, he. I don't know. <laughs> and then he does stuff. He'll show up in random movies. He shows up occasionally, and he, he does, was on. He did. So I married an ex murderer. That, that was, was before. That was way before um, that. Right? Really? Before this, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, good going on that one, too. He was doing some TV show dressed up as some weird character. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Recently? Yeah. Yeah, he recently... It was like a redo mm, of the Gong remember. Show, maybe? Yes, or some that's other what it was. show like that? The Dog Show? The Gong Show. Really? It was yeah. something where, like, it was clearly Mike Myers and a bunch of prosthetics, but they acted like it was just some random British dude was hosting their show. Was it good? I don't know. I don't, it's not on anymore, I don't think. So I don't think it was. I think it's hard to be Mike Myers. Oh, I don't know. Um, any comedian, yes, who burned bright early. Well, especially Not when you that early. Well, especially when you bright. burned bright in like this very particular way of yeah. like I am. You know, like because his characters are like I don't know. There's a very specific sensibility to like Wayne and Austin Powers, where it's yeah. like they're sort of these like. I mean, especially obviously Wayne was spoke directly to the camera, but like yeah. just sort of these like metatextual, like mugging kind of characters. Oh yeah, like Simon. Mm-hmm. Wait, which Simon? He likes to do drawings. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, and that was part of this movie. Simon, Simon. I don't know what you're talking. It's a character from SNL. <laughs> oh okay. Um, I was like, who? That was why part is of Molly the- singing to me. <laughs> <laughs> You don't love you don't like when Molly sings. To you? <laughs> I just don't know why. She just saying like one of those like psychological torture. Scary movie. Love it. Ooh, hey, uh, people who make internet videos, do a recut of that sketch, but make it spooky like you did with Mary Poppins. That'd oh yeah. Where were we? Oh yeah. So it's a very particular kind of mugs at the camera a bit. Yeah, and it's definitely not. I mean, kind of like you're talking about Dan. Like it's. Oh, I'm sorry credit to mike myers he made a billion dollars voicing that ogre for like oh, a decade that's oh that's right good yeah. for you yeah, cash those checks yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and now he's a meme shrek yeah shrek is he's love. everywhere shrek is a meme yeah also shrek 2 was like a movie that was like oh shit you know what this i is thought a new kind of comedy feels shrek like. 3 no i'm just kidding I don't know. <laughs> but then and maybe also good for you i think he played himself out like my memory of austin powers 2 and 3 are there almost the same jokes just again in new context yeah a like, lot of them like they're not newish movies and sequels aren't really but like really like same format right mm-hmm. there's the same ones with the nick covering things when you're naked um and other things i'm sure well we even like misattributed oh, one of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me to shush <laughs> uh, I do it. yeah Play in up. this in this one he does not say zip it he says shh yeah which is good shh. That one, that last one is like still solid. Where he's like, a bag of shh. Bag of sh- bag, a whole bag full of shh with your name on yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. That's great. No, that was one of the ones that my friend mm-hmm. Kelly and I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Which uh, is the high watermark. 
It's like a particular <laughs> your best friend that you love. Yes, we thank get you. It. <laughs> we know where we stand. We, we get, get it. Best friends. Yeah, yeah, we thought you we were your best friends, but sorry. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's I think it's a particular. <laughs> it's like a type. It's a type of comedy that is. I enjoy reciting this with my friends. Yes. Uh, and it's not good or bad, but it's just like this movie is that. Yes. Big in a big way. Oh, yes. it's like the new airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's probably something even newer that's the new that. Like right? a TikTok. There's like a TikTok now, probably. Of Austin Powers? Ooh, <laughs> I would watch that. Aren't the kids just saying TikToks now? Although one of the funniest <laughs> vines I ever saw <laughs> was a guy dressed in full Austin Power gear. Yep. And then it's like he's just standing there for like five seconds. Yeah. And he's then got he one just second goes. Left. <laughs> My wife. I've been half joking for, God, how long have I been doing improv now? I don't know. A long time. Long time. I've been half joking probably maybe like since I was in like level two of improv classes to of doing an improv show where it is just the famous lines from Ace Ventura and Austin Powers. <laughs> and that's the entire show. And we do that until the audience leaves. Yeah. And that's it. That's People I dream of doing. I dream of doing that show. <laughs> yeah, Ace Ventura is another one. Mm-hmm. that's like that. Well, it's just it's a it's the entire. Uh, I mean, the entire architecture of the movie is built around the character. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, he clearly. I mean, that's what he does. That's kind of how the Love Guru happened too. Is he like created a character and then they wrote a movie around it, which obviously can succeed or fail. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the first to break out of SNL very successfully? I feel like Wayne's World so. was one of the first. At least of that generation. Right. Because SNL there were a movies. whole lot yeah. of uh, cast members who went on to make movies that were just, you rough. know, really rough. Yeah. And I mean, Adam Sandler, I mean, he did all right for himself. Yeah, I think so. He did, did all right. did a couple of good movies. Hey, check um, out that uh, jammy basketball movie. Oh, yeah. That probably has already been out for two months. Adam Sandler is a crushing actor now yeah I mean, he's he can be pretty good sometimes it's I weird. Know, yeah i thought it was good <laughs> in the weird. oh yeah oh and it but i just he makes factory movies at netflix also yep every anyway. week you turn on this netflix this is a new adam sandler movie <laughs> hey so check out netflix.com streaming yeah. services what am i right them? okay so back to the corniness though <laughs> like i'm with you because I like just watching the movie, I I didn't so much feel shame for laughing, <laughs> but I did like I was worried I was going to do. But I was fascinated at, like the parts because there was some stuff where I'm just like, even though I didn't laugh necessarily, like I wasn't like surprised. Like a lot of it, like so much of the movie is, I could still like you could your brain cross like, oh, the joke is he is an idiot mm-hmm. and he is a ridiculous cartoon that doesn't fit in the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's so. Like, the fact that, yeah, like, half the jokes are the characters don't respond to him like they should, right? Like, he'll make these stupid jokes. He'll mug to the camera, but he's mugging to whoever she's talking to. And, like, they just act like they're in a serious spy movie. Most of the other characters. Mm -hmm. Like, anytime he has to do anything, like, at all like James Bond, like, most of the other characters, other than Dr. Evil, kind of act like this is a serious spy movie, which is, like, the whole joke. Yeah. Right? Like the fact that uh, uh, a lot of vagina has any interest, even like even beyond the fact that she's like manipulating him, like the fact that she's even like, 
I am choosing to have sex with you. Like, oh. that's part of the joke. Yeah. Right? Because, oh, like, and, like, honestly, let's be honest. Like, I mean, that's also part of the joke of when he's always taking his shirt off. Like, Sean Connery, he was, a, you know, he's a particularly, he has a very distinct look as a young man. <laughs> has a very hairy chest Hair in his James Bond movies. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, some people are into that. Some people aren't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, 90s might have been uh, peak shave shaven men. You think so? Is that true? I don't know. Isn't it still, is it still now? peak shaven men? Maybe it was the <laughs> like start of the peak. Every, every Marvel man practically is oh, a yeah. shaven person. They're all shaven person. men. Well, Maybe it was the start of the shave. There was a time, mm-hmm. ladies, okay. when... Uh, Spill. Let's is that a thing? I, I don't know. Yeah, it is now. Manscapes plane? Is that what's happening? Uh, Manscapes plane? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Get it. Here, here's your tickets for the Manscapes plane. <laughs> all aboard. No, just there was a time when a hairy chest was like all about it. Magnum P.I. Oh, sure. Ooh la la. Yeah. Ooh la la. And then at some point, soon after that, hair, body hair was disgusting. Right. Uh-huh. We had to get rid of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And it was between 67 and 97. Sure. I think that's the joke. <laughs> sure. It's 67, sure. a hairy chest man was good. 97, bad. Yes. Well, it was also, also just a terrible, creepy wig. Yeah, I mean, it was like... <laughs> it's, it's hopefully intentionally bad. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's like sure. down absolutely around his stomach, bad. it gets long. Oh, it's like a foot long that comes out of the middle. So uncomfortable. Yeah. Again, the physical comedy of this it was movie. Excellent. I think the combination of the physical comedy and also the vulnerability of the characters was really charming, honestly. Yes. And even number two gets his moment at oh, the end. So that's that still made me laugh when he like starts yeah. to cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm tired of you pushing me around. <laughs> it's very unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Ooh, that was maybe my next favorite joke, which is sort of similar to the other joke of just like the fact that and that was sort of number two's whole joke as a character is like the fact that he took the like stereotypical, just like prohibitively expensive supervillain operation that you'd see in a James Bond movie and turned into like an actual massively successful mega corporation <laughs> in the capitalist hellscape that existed in 1997. Thank yeah. God we're not yeah, of that. We're past that. It's not just all corporations now mm-hmm. like it was then. I wanted to say something about vulnerability. Oh, right. Sorry. No, I just, it left my mind. Is it when he had the little monologue while Liz Hurley's falling asleep on him? She wants to bang and we find out he's a good man. Oh, that's right. Hashtag good man. I I stood up. (laughs) Beth gave the movie a brief standing ovation when Austin Powers uh, said, you're drunk, it's not right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, honestly, that scene specifically really surprised me because I thought it was going to be gross. Uh-huh. I thought the whole movie was going to be gross. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't remember. I I did not expect Austin Powers to be like a good man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I was kind of shocked that that was in there. Yeah. But well, he watched good the for whole them. history of time. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. On a v- one single VHS. That's right. Where he gets to watch the moon landing. Mm-hmm. Even that, it's like a pretty good subtle reaction. He's watching the moon. Oh, yeah, he's just like, he's uh, just like uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. And then the Berlin Wall comes down. Yeah, that's it, right? That whole, really but that whole montage was like, I think that's what I was talking about in the first half when I was like, I feel like there are some actual like genuinely earnest moments in this movie. And that, like it was played like very, 
like you said, very vulnerable where it's like it is actually him like processing how alone he is in some ways. Yeah. Which is unexpected in a movie where he also like makes sexy robots explode with his crotch. <laughs> the truth. Mojo is strong. Well, and we I was delighted to realize that Carrie Fisher was oh, speaking of Unexpected. We all went Oh, yeah. she appeared yeah, on did. screen. She plays a therapist for a group therapy for fathers and sons. Mm-hmm. And of course, Dr. Evil and uh, Scott, Scott uh, are, have enrolled. I guess. <laughs> uh, but she's just terrific. And mm-hmm. speaking of like taking things extremely seriously. Yes. It was, it was really beautiful. Speaking of random physical comedy, that entire scene, Dr. Evil is just holding a baseball for some reason and like but he's like holding it as i don't know it's holding it like it's like a like a valuable egg or yeah. something. i don't know i don't like know how to describe kind it kind of in the corner so you're like what is and that it's just sort it's of like, like resting like, in to his... me it was like father son yeah. like you're supposed to have a baseball but he didn't know what to do with it yeah. so he just sort of cradled it in his hand like yeah. a baby bird i almost wonder <laughs> if there was like a cut scene where oh. like there's an exercise in the group where you're supposed to like toss the ball you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah because like it just seems weird that they would even just have a baseball if it wasn't yeah. in the script at some or like at some point they filmed a scene where they in some way did something <laughs> with that baseball. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, it could be that. I also wonder if it's just sort of like an implied joke. Like that's kind of fun. Like we'll leave this thing. Everybody knows the jokes we would make about it, but yeah. we never make them. Yeah. Maybe. That's kind of fun. Wow. Comedic genius. Whoa. Mike Myers. <laughs> He's like, I don't even need to tell the joke. Yeah. Just have to have a baseball in the frame. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. good. Oh, and I would say that the 28-point turn um, and the slow-moving, what do they call it? What was the, the, the oh. room, the experiment? Oh, the steamroller steam testing room? room? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. It's just so dumb. That was so dumb. That's, yeah. I think that's why this movie was confusing, because it's like, it's so stupid, but it's stupid in different ways at different points. Like, sometimes it's stupid just because it's being stupid and silly. And other times it's stupid because it's trying to be the same kind of stupid that an old James (laughs) Bond movie is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. And it mostly succeeded, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I like that that one character's name is Random Task. Yep. Oh. Odd job. That's the joke. I get it. Yeah. You get it now, too, Internet. You're he threw welcome. a hat in Goldfinger, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Chiquette's bet that was Goldfinger. Great. <laughs> we'll find out in our next half. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what if we did two movies in a row? No. Absolutely exhausting. Plus, I would never be able to keep anything straight. No. <laughs> Just be- what if we had them both playing at the same time so it didn't take any extra time? Hey, if I could still Wikipedia search while it's happening, I'm happy. Oh, you'd have double the things to Wikipedia. <laughs> you'd have to have two phones. Dan is <laughs> miming using two, two phones. Two phones at once. Pretty cool, actually. It, it is very like cool. Like if he were actually doing that with two phones yeah. and yeah. successfully doing something yeah. with his thumbs. Yeah. Yes. Pretty he cool. He would be a hacker. <laughs> Okay, speaking of being stupid like a James Bond movie, or, well, just being like a James Bond movie, uh, I feel like maybe this, I feel like my understanding is around the table that, like, the main fear and also potential discomfort was sort of like the sexual politics Mm -hmm. of trying to homage that, but also acknowledging it, right? 
I mean, yes, but I think it still has the same problem yeah. that I predicted it would have, which is that it depends on Elizabeth Hurley finding him charming yes. when he is not charming and there's no way she would find him charming. And she, like, her whole, like you said, I think you said this in the first half, or like in the way that she's sort of there to define him, like the whole first chunk of the movie, her whole job is to be like, be that character who's like, are you serious? Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Can you believe this guy? But then like, un- once the story requires it, she's sort of like, yeah, okay. I find you endearing and attractive or whatever. Yeah, you if know. I get drunk enough, yeah, then I can find... And so, and he was actually a way more charming when she was drunk. Sure. To <laughs> me, the undrunk viewer. So yeah. that's something. Um, but also, she has a conversation with her mom yes. where she processes her feelings. And it still didn't pass the Bechdel-Wallace. No, no yeah. Because they exclusively talked about Austin Powers. Yes. Yep. I mean, I think she says, I love you at the end. But she we'll doesn't say it. I love you back. Uh, she says chow, darling. Oh. Oh. Well. Wait. Does that pass then? I, I mean, if if the if the bar is two consecutive or... lines, it makes the conversation, <laughs> then yes. I guess. But So I guess somebody over here is the winner. <laughs> yeah, all right. Great. <laughs> but like if you think for really me. we're all the losers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is yeah. this is one of those things where it's like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be something to really harp on if it weren't something that also happens in movies that aren't doing what this movie is doing. Right, that like the, that, that that sort of like turn of the woman's character with, with like the protagonist and yeah, the relationship. To suit the plot. Yeah, because that happens a lot in Every movie. Mostly comedies. Rom-coms. But in general, yeah, where it's sort of like, it just sort of like, oh, well, we only have 25 minutes left, <laughs> so I guess they like each other now. Yeah. Or it's usually like one event. But even with a rom-com, there has to be, there's a, a cute meet. Yep. And then there has yep. to be some <laughs> kind of kiss. <laughs> yep. Right? And then they get thrown apart and they come back together at the yeah. end. This is like, this guy's insufferable. Isn't he so insufferable? Uh, and she's attracted to him. That's I a mean, romantic he, thing. He takes her on a bus ride with the Burke Bacharach. I mean, how can you not be charmed? I I feel like I could resist that. Also, Burke Bacharach, as as expected, charming as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. I yeah. actually have a problem with that scene. Okay. And here's what it is: he's playing piano, yep. his own song, yep. and then it cuts to like a drone shot or whatever they had in 1997. Do they have drones at that point? No. Crane, crane shot? Yeah. And then it's a cover of his song. Well, it's a it's a him him and them. It's a him and them? It's a him and them. Okay. Yeah. I think they I think he recorded it with whatever band that is for the movie. Like oh, that version of it. I okay. Mean. I thought it was a different singer entirely. And I was very confused. I was like, you have him right there. Why wouldn't you have him perform his song? Right. Instead of having this like weird 90s rock cover yeah what would that what would that music be called is it rock music i don't know <laughs> oh burt Bacharach's music no like the cover that they are i don't know fun music like 90s fun montage fall rock love, music to fall in love with music to fall in love with. bye Two. bye <laughs> but there was a moment in <laughs> there was a moment where she after he sleeps with the other lady the other character the italian movie, bird yes yeah uh they have this conversation where like again it's like because the script demands it it's like oh now they have this conflict and they're but like the conversation they're having is like 
we skipped the conversation where they actually said like, yeah, I do want to be in a relationship yeah, with you. At so all. like that was weird. Yeah, and that's just a monogamous one. <laughs> yeah, because all we got was I'm drunk, let's kiss, and he was like, <laughs> no, thank you. But then, and then they played baseball. <laughs> we didn't get to see that. <laughs> and that's where they're like, let's be in a monogamous relationship. And he yeah. was like, sure. Right. So we missed that part. Also, let's not forget that after she passes out, he is wistfully talking about how he was in love with her mother. Which is creepy, but right? But respected her and her marriage yeah. with her husband. And it was just like, that's fine. We're just good friends. Which then introduced this other element to their hers relationship with Vanessa, where it's like, ooh, so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. just like living your living your vicarious 67 fantasy yeah, yeah. so it's gotta be tough to get frozen for 30 years oh yeah no doubt <laughs> i mean i, mean, I feel like it really old? could have explored that more seriously no i'm just kidding <laughs> but i think it's, it's like what back to the future right where mm. where oh, yeah, his mom wants to get oh a bonds. well i guess what it were you like talking that about? in that way no it's i was talking what? about how if get you were bonds. to oh, got it. play it as real as the situation would dictate yes it would be so depressing and not funny yeah, so you right. need to get a michael j fox in there yeah to make it funny and to not take it so seriously right that's true like you could if you pitched a movie to me and you didn't say what kind of movie it was and you mm-hmm. just said like okay so a guy Who's the top of his profession? Guy's top of his profession. He is partners with this woman who is married. He is in love with her. Then he is cryogenically frozen, and thirty years later, starts working with her daughter, who looks very much like her, and now is falling in love with her. If you just threw that out as a premise to a movie, you'd be like, "Oh, is this like a thriller? Is this like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a psychological exploration yeah. of uh... of why he does not end up with her?" Right? <laughs> it is. It's a cr- like, and I was thinking about it as a plot device. I suppose it tidies some things up and mm-hmm. it gives some purpose around some things, but mostly I'm like, this is just uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. yeah I didn't care for it. So note that down, listeners. <laughs> hey, comedy writers. <laughs> yeah. We don't care for writing like that. Yeah. So maybe consult us before you start writing stuff about moms and daughters. Yeah. Give us more homonym jokes. <laughs> Ooh, or... Uh, God damn it. Just putting a guy in a vinyl suit for no reason oh. and then having him try to just like stand in it. Every time he, he lifted his shoulders what up. What was he even wearing? Like what even was that? I, I It was I supposed to protect him from like, bo- yeah, there's from, like some radiation or something. Yeah. But no one else is wearing it, which is really funny. It's probably, me. I bet some character in a James Bond movie is wearing think, something like yeah, it. Yeah, I think uh, in Moonraker. Oh, sure. Villain like their space like suit yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But just like, yeah, the fact that he like couldn't even like stand like yeah. he didn't know how to stand in yeah. it because his to, hands like, lean and he couldn't, like, couldn't really. Like, yeah, and, and he then takes just, a really good fall. Oh, the cherry on top when he tries to sit in his chair and just <laughs> takes yeah. a dive. Yeah, solid. I mean, yeah. just solid stuff. Very solid. Oh, Mr. Bigglesworth. Can that we was come a back good to cat. this? It's a very good cat. That yeah. cat was real sleepy. Yeah. I hope they didn't drug it. I hope it was Ooh. just real relaxed. Hard Maybe to a say. little of each. Maybe they just give it some alcohol or something. I've heard before. <laughs> yes. That the what is that cat called? A sphinx cat. Sphinx cat. Yep. I've heard that sphinx cats are the most docile oh, and like chill oh. cats. So maybe Mike Myers like uh, put his hands <laughs> in like some like a little heater right before a scene, mm. right? So he just like 
put his warm hands oh. on the can. That's why it was so chill. Yeah. God bless the actress who plays Frau. Oh, oh, she was great. Crushes. She does the. Oh my, oh my gosh, and she has so few lines to work with. Mm-hmm. And her name is Mindy Sterling. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Mindy Sterling. Her, yeah. Her yeah. Scream, screaming scenes oh are really good. Just the. But even in that that Lucky Charms one, because she does all the stuff you would expect her to do, because she's sort of smitten with the joke and she makes it, and she gives this tiny look at the very end. Oh yeah. That I don't know how to describe in words, but it is worth every moment yeah. leading up to it. It's the she, best part. She does some great background work oh, during the shushing scene. So, yeah. <laughs> um, where she's like just just enjoying it, loving the banter, and. She is Scott's mom, but yeah. we don't find, we don't out, find that that out yet. Established in the next movie, yeah. but she also has been raising him for however many years. Yeah, so. but mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know. She plays well of like enjoying to see father and son interacting again, no matter yeah. what it is. But then also like living, living for the drama. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was she's she was magnetic, a magnetic performance from uh, Mindy Sterling. Uh, yeah, I mean all of the, yeah, like everybody. Really leaned into whatever, whatever stupid purpose they served in this movie. Everybody yeah. just like gave it their all, and it was delightful. Even the police watch. officers at the beginning with their dance number, oh, so good. Even oh, the police officer. I know you're gonna talk about. You're gonna go to MVP. Yeah, go ahead. The so one of my MVPs was when they introduced the fembots. Mm. She sends in the guards. And she's just, it's like half a dozen dudes in guard uniforms. And the whole joke is that they're like so horny for these robots <laughs> that they can't follow the orders to kill them. But there's one guy in the background. He's sort of like the schlubbiest one. I don't know. Just the look on his face was like so perfect. I just loved it. I'd probably never seen him before. I've seen this movie a few times in my life. Never noticed the guy in the back before. Just nails it. Like he's just so, I don't know, like stupidly gleeful about these sexy robot women in front of yeah. him. Wow. Yeah. And then they shoot. I'd forgotten the brutality of those fembots. Yes. They murder a lot. Because they murder well, those guards. They like, okay, I also have a problem with the fembots well, <laughs> for I many mean, reasons. But the biggest reason is when they show off the fembots, they're like, look, they can shoot bullets. Yeah. Then they have yeah. the opportunity to kill Austin Powers and instead they like shoot out some like pink that's what laughing gas or something dr evil son scott was pointing out yeah, the entire time <sighs> dad just, come on sh- just shoot them right yeah there's no finesse to that that was no. also a good joke on like multiple levels where like yes it's absurd that these elaborate traps are having but also the fact that like 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 just the fact that like oh of course that's how like a super villain's estranged son would try to bond with him it's like I can go get a gun we'll do it together (laughs) good joke yeah it would mess you up to grow up in an evil lair I assume Mm -hmm. well I guess we'll never know (laughs) oh yeah Mr. Bigger's work, Mr. Bigger. The cat was also one of my MVPs. Yeah. Uh, my last MVP was the random guy in the casino mm-hmm. where Austin Powers is like, hey, there you are. And he's like, oh, do I know you? And he's just wearing a t shirt that has a slot machine on it with three rows of LEDs <laughs> yep. and a, an amazing shirt. 
and I hope to God it's real and that he just wore it to set that day. Like, I hope he was just one of the extras in the casino scene and the director was like, hold on, hold on, shut up. Everybody shut up. You, you, come over here. Does that shirt light up? And he's just like, oh, yeah. And he's just like, you're in the movie. Welcome to SAG. I once saw at a music festival that I went to in Japan, no big okay. deal. Wow. Um, someone who had a shirt that was just um, whatever those things are called. That's a visual representation of sound. Onomatopoeia. Like the, the little bar graphs that go up and down, uh, like a sound music wave. Notes? Yeah, more like a sound wave. Okay. Yeah. Like a yeah visualization thing. Was it like that famous album cover that everybody uses all the time? Like the Jurassic Five one, I don't with know. their heads on it. No, forget it. But this one moved and reacted to the sound that what? was happening. Cool around him. What? So he had a tiny mic. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like, that's so that's awesome. weird and lame, but also cool. Yeah. Yeah. It really captured my imagination. I love it. <laughs> It's like at a music festival. Hey, I'll wear loves, my music shirt that yeah, takes it sound. Checks and, out. He wow. loves sound. His shirt loves sound. Yeah. Wow. I I would strike up a conversation with that person. At least to be like, where'd you get that shirt? Yeah. <laughs> what is that called? Oh yeah. Data visualization. Hey, tweet at us, audio nerds. Yeah, I'm sure it's got a real specific. What name. that sound squiggle? Yeah. I did not <laughs> talk to him, but the members of the band Ratatat did ask me where they could buy weed. <laughs> Did you know? I did not know. Oh, well, you could that have been cool. That to could have your been credit that they picked you out as yeah. someone who would know. The fact they didn't go to Soundwave guy. Yeah. Which I think would be a gimme. Like it's like, like oh, who might know where there's weed? Yeah. Oh, the guy with the light up shirt that moves with sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If you're that guy, well if you will um, Ooh, yeah. tweet at us. Please. Where's the weed? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly, you wanted to talk about sexual responsibility. Oh, no, I think we covered that. Oh, good. Well, I mean, yeah, and I think, yeah, the juxtaposition of 67 with, like, consequence-free yeah. sex with multiple partners, which still seems it seemed um, mythical even to me when I watched it in 97. Mm-hmm. And watching it now, I'm like... No, that was never true. Like, it just doesn't seem like it could be. <laughs> that everybody was just banging? Was. It's just one more way the boomers have just ruined everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By having sex with each other a bunch? <laughs> no, just getting yeah, to have all how, that fun and then nobody else got conceived, it. conceived, right? <laughs> right? I mean, when you... Summer of love? No, I mean, <laughs> clearly Wait, not. What? I'm not that old. No. Don't, don't worry about it. So anyway, I'm a Gen Xer, just to be clear. So so you okay, can say boomer. it. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I'm the first generation that felt like other generations ruined everything. Yeah, you were like, like the, the most petulant generation. Yeah, and, you're like the you're like patient zero for just like unquenchable contempt for those that came before you, <laughs> and we salute you for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you and Scott. What? Who's Scott? Scott. <laughs> The stepson? Oh, Scott Evil from the yeah, Scott Evil movie. It's not a stepson. He's a son. How dare you? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Seth Green is primo Gen X. Is that true? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's probably the same generation. Similar. He's younger than me. Yeah. So are a lot of people. (laughs) Well, 
so I don't know. Hey, you but know. he Tweet was like, Seth. he was wearing yeah, a Nirvana hey. shirt. Yeah. So how old do you think he is in the movie? Like he's twenty eight like the because actor? they waited two years into the thirty year of freezing. Right. Okay. So he's supposed to be like. Yeah, so he's the character or the actor. So he's wait, if the he's twenty eight, supposed to be like twenty seven or twenty eight, right? Is that true? I thought well, you just said we got impatient. Did you say how many after years? After a couple of years. Oh, but did, maybe she said a few years. But I really thought she said a couple of years. Yeah. Like wow, that would make him twenty eight or twenty seven. And it's been twenty years, so well, he's fifty years old. The retcon <laughs> that can't be in the true. Later franchise is that whatever point they are, when it's actually conceived. What? Wait, what are you talking... Did you start saying words? I just... Like, when you find out that she's his mom... Yeah. It's because, like, at some point in the past, because in the next movie, he time travels to the past. Oh, yeah. Oh. Then they have oh. actual sex with each other. Dr. Evil and Frau whatever. Oh. And that is when Scott is conceived. So whatever year that movie takes place in is how old he is in this movie. I see. Retcon. Seth Green is 45 years old. Now? Oh. Yes. Great. Yeah, we are so at the he same is, age. He is Gen X. He is Gen X. Yep. So nicely done. Why are we talking about this? You're welcome, everyone. Yeah, how did we get there? Why, this has why been why our segment. There? What generations do actors belong to? Ooh, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Seth wow. Green, Gen X. Great. I'm glad we finally finally put that one to bed. Yep. Long time listeners know we've been talking about this. We've been circle. just circling back a on this. Is he, is he a millennial? <laughs> is he a zennial? Greatest generation. Yep. Greatest generation. Yeah. Whatever was before the greatest generation. Yeah. I mean, Seth Green, I don't know if you all remember, Seth Green uh, volunteered to drive hospitals around in s- s- the Spanish Civil War. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's true. And was in a season one episode of The X-Files. Is that true? Yeah, I think Good so. Good for him. He's been wow. working a long time. Yeah, he's just some stoner kid who breaks into an Air Force base. Okay. Oh, cool. Seems about right. Great. Yep. <laughs> uh, were there any other MVPs for anybody? Someone wanted to talk about Clint Howard. Oh, yeah, Clint Howard's in this movie. There's just like <laughs> random people in this movie that I would not have expected to yeah. see. I don't know why I wouldn't have expected Clint Howard. He's like a character actor he's in every single movie yeah, that's he's ever like, made and he's a go-to just like oh it's clint howard for like one scene of a movie yeah. he's uh, ron howard's brother yes oh really? that doesn't help he was in apollo 13 but you're probably too angry at all the space travel <laughs> to notice him no true. oh is he the guy go ahead he's got headphones on balding yes yeah who's like i think it's a big boy yeah yeah okay. that's clint howard okay you've yeah. seen him in a lot of things He's yep. probably been in it. I've seen him. How many movies do you think he's been in that we've watched? Ooh, okay. And wow. what generation does he belong to? Oh, God. <laughs> he's a boomer. Probably. Probably, yeah. Ron Howard's definitely a boomer. And I'm going to guess oh, four. Yeah. Four movies? Yeah. Ooh, he's been in Apollo 13. He's been in this movie. He's been in... Home Alone. Maybe. I don't know. He might be in that one. I could see that. It's probably, he, maybe he was in Gremlins. Who Jaws. Knows? Sure. E.T. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love all of these options. If you're Clint Howard, please listen to every episode of our show yeah. and just note which movies you were in. Yeah. And then please tweet listen at us. to the whole episode. Don't look at the title. No, 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 no. Yeah. Listen to the episode. Yeah. And then tell note, your Hollywood friends. Note what generational cohort. Oh, that too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell your brother Ron Howard and yeah. see if he wants a production credit on this show. Yeah. You know. And then because you're a boomer, you probably don't tweet 
So send us a Just handwritten complain letter. about it okay, to that's very someone at the That's <laughs> very presumptuous. He's a Hollywood boomer, though. Oh, that's true. Hollywood loves Twitter. That's true. Also, Channing Tatum. I can't argue with that. Also, can feel free to watch, yeah. listen to all of our episodes until such movies Clint Howard is in. <laughs> He's probably a millennial. Yes, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> he can't be that much different in age of like you and me, right? Okay. I mean, for, it's a dangerous game. For $7 million a month. Whoa. <laughs> wow. We will do it. a podcast yes. where yes. you send in a celebrity. Yes. And we'll, we will talk for a full hour I love it. I love about it so much. what generation we think they're in. And we will not confirm it until nope. the end. <laughs> so be a big reveal. For $7 million, we yep. can... Get some real big gimmicks going and yep. production design. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, we could have like a little sound bar to play sound effects. Yeah. For like which generation is represented by those sounds. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could probably license some music for whichever generation we sure. think a celebrity is. Like, yeah. I bet they enjoyed this number. By the Beach Boys. Yeah, we could get an intern to like. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Okay, the $7 million, by the way, is so we can pay for the intern. Yeah. You think an intern's going to cost $7 mil? I don't know. What are they paying Inflation. interns these days? I don't know. These millennials oh, have these so many handouts. Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, I can't afford a rent. Oh, I need $7 million for my entry-level job. Boo. Ooh, the income gap's so large Ooh. that I can't afford a house anymore. Oh, I'll need to, I'll need to increase my wealth by 17 times to catch up with my grandparents at this age. Boo. But I guess I just gotta pull up my bootstraps. <laughs> oh. This intern of ours. Wow. Uh, for more of that, <laughs> seven dollars <laughs> a month. Patreon.com slash Totsrecom. Oh boy, we are monsters. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Oh, so what was the movie we watched? E.T. <laughs> e. Oh wait, International Man of Mystery. Um, we did pretty good on catchphrases. Did we? Repeatable lines. <sighs> yeah, for we missed a big one. Yeah, baby, was in there. Crushed One million it. dollars. Yep. Do I make you horny? Yep. Slash yeah. Randy. Yep. Uh, zip it. No. As I said. No. Nope. Rough, no. rough, rough. Oh, I fell over. That's in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. The one, the big one we missed was Oh, behave. He says that like a thousand times. Seven, he said it at least seven. He said times. it right at the beginning of the movie, and we were like, oh, we missed it. Right. And then he said it exactly 30 seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> Even Elizabeth Hurley says it at the end. Yeah, it's oh, her, yeah. I know. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Star Wars, and we yeah. didn't even get Our it. Ditto. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was also a solid joke where he acknowledges that he forced him to wear quasi-futuristic clothing. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Sorry. Random. Random sidebar. Well, when you see the movie, you'll appreciate it. Yeah. 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 That yeah. should be the name of this show. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the subtitle of Tots Recall. When you see the movie, you'll appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, before we get to our final review of the movie, yeah. we'd like to read a review of our podcast, Instagram.com, yes. in the impression of a character from the movie we just watched, <laughs> Love it. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do have a review. Great. Thank you, Toad's Heads. Um, is anybody feeling particularly inspired by this movie? I, th- I think I could do it. Do what? Do the review in a voice from the movie. Which voice? I assume Austin Powers. I mean, you have two... Very distinct Michael Myers character. Michael. Ooh, Mike Myers characters <laughs> to choose from. 
Um, Dr. Evil. Evil. What does he do? He says stuff. Yep, he sure does. Okay. <laughs> One million dollars. One million? I don't Scott. know. Scott. 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 He's basically like a Canadian. I mean, he basically just plays a Canadian. <laughs> He's basically playing like an exaggerated version of himself, except as a supervillain. Okay, I'm going to try it. Daka, hey, daka, this daka, is daka, from... Daka, 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 just do that. Daka, 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 which is a song that <laughs> is... Yep. Credited. Yeah, it's credited to Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. Such as Mark, it's a Macarena, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's written as Dr. Evil's Dance in the credits and oh. says written and performed by it Mike Myers. It is slightly Myers. different than the Macarena, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, probably for yeah. the reasons. I like reasons. the hey. Oh. Really? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I used, we used to do it all the time. That yeah. was one thing it was I funny. did in my life. Funny Very stuff. Was duck and duck. My wife. My wife. Uh, ducka, ducka, ducka. This review comes to us from Sam Huster. Ah, right. Double duty. Here we go. Are you doing... Are you going to do a voice? <laughs> she's she's Molly's having like an existential crisis right now. Okay, Molly, let me put you in the right headspace. It's been 30 years. You've been thawed out by British intelligence. <laughs> or unless you're doing Dr. Evil. I thought she was doing Dr. Evil. One meal. Yeah, put your pinky yeah, by your mouth. Put your pinky by your mouth. This podcast is like sitting with your parents, your friends at a party. All right. You're all talking about the same thing, but everyone has a touch of ADHD. It keeps getting distracted, baby, in the best way possible. Wait, did you switch or did, that, did Sam Huster write baby? No, I switched. Oh. Somebody else take over. I hate this. Uh, oh, boy. Wow. Where are you? Oh, she did you already scroll? Baby. You already scrolled. All right. B- uh, b- <laughs> it is hard. Beth, Molly, and the dance have such great jokes that even if I haven't seen the movie, I'm literally laughing out loud. These four amazing individuals keep me sane at my job, motivate me through workouts, make me crave pizza. <laughs> Which means I work out more, give the best movie recommendations, and generally put a smile on my face. Keep up the great work, everyone! Yay! Sure. That oh, is hard. It's so good. Yay. I apologize for making fun of you. That is no, hard. No, it is hard. Oh, it and thanks, that Sam Huster. So yes, there he is. Sorry you. we broke it apart in so many ways. But we appreciate your sentiments. Yes. Thank you. If you Sam. want your review read, leave it. Wait, what? <laughs> Come on. I think we can be more specific. Leave a maximum rating five star review on iTunes, Apple nope. Podcasts. There you go. Or anywhere podcasts are sold. <laughs> but we only check. Wait, we check. Do we check Spotify now? Um, quick. I don't business know. Meeting. All right. Tweet you at us. You have to tweet at us if you do anything other than Apple Podcasts. Yes. But we will love it. You could be the first Spotify yeah, I would review, love that. probably. <gasps> yes. Okay. If you leave it on Spotify, Uh-oh. we will. Yeah. Keep going. We we will talk about your generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yes. Wow. Please, at the end, yeah. leave which generation you're in. <laughs> we'll just give like a hot take on yeah. your generation. Yeah. Wait, are we doing that or are we trying to guess the generation of the reviewer? They're not. Oh, that- if you're a celebrity, we will guess. If you're not a celebrity, okay, yeah. tell us. Indicate. So leave your review. Maximum rating on Spotify. And at the end. Indicate if you're a celebrity or not. Yes. And then, if you are not a celebrity, put your generation. Yeah. If yeah. no, if the answer to that question is no, put your yeah. generation. Yeah. 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 We'll put a form up. And our podcast is called Talking About Your Generation. Everybody's oh. talking about your generation. That's They're- good. Okay. <laughs> Dan, yes, uh, hello. you gave it a cowardly three because who knows? Three Judy. Oh, these are Judy Meyer. Bots. Bots. Yep. Yeah. Great. Judy, you could be that first spot if I remember. <gasps> oh, yeah. Judy. Gosh, Judy. Pull over. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, as we mentioned like a thousand times, this movie was much more successful at being itself than I think any of us were anticipating. I did find a lot of it very funny. Uh, the physical stuff was top notch and funnier than I even remember like i feel like i appreciated that way more than i did when i was a kid because maybe i just was like haha he's just a silly man anyway i don't know you know what i'm saying uh yeah i'll bump it up to four wow judy meyer bots wow with the assumption that i would probably give a two to one to the other two Mm -hmm. so i remember i at least saw the second one and it was subpar (laughs) i Gave it two. Gave it two. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I was so excited to give my review. Mm-hmm. You figured you didn't like it that much as a child. Mm-hmm. You probably won't like it more as an adult. Yeah. I was wrong. I think I did like it more as an adult. Yeah. Uh, it's not a perfect movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I, like I said before, I enjoyed it. So I'm going to say three. Point five. Ooh. Ooh. Half size. Half size. Which we established. Not half a robot, half size robot. Yes. And twice as twice strong. Twice as strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ant-Man. Um, I gave it two because I was ready to be entertained, but yes. didn't think I would be. You were open to it. I was open to it. And yeah, just sort of confused that I liked it, <laughs> but have to admit that I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think three and a half. Great. Mm. Three and okay. a half. My half a robot is half as strong, but twice as big. Wait, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Come how, on. how do they even work? Why is that so much more confusing than half as big and because twice as strong? Half is. You're. <sighs> go ahead. No, it's fine. I'm you're going to go my... on MeyerTech.com and you're going to yeah. say, I would like <laughs> a half order, a half strength. Double size robot. That's not a thing. See, that is like asking for Okay, but a half size double strength is? Yes. Yes. It makes more sense. It's the the strength is compressed. Yeah. You have to go Ant-Man. to half strength double size dot com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To order well, that. That's competing website then. Yeah. yeah. No, not Myertech. <laughs> this is gonna be Judy's big break. Sorry, right, Judy. Should have left that Spotify review. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cutthroat. <laughs> That's well, my review. Great. Okay, you know, great. I'm sticking to it. So three and a bullshit robot that isn't real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's bold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Great. All right, what did I say? You gave it two and a half. Uh, Don't know what my note says. Uh, that's fine. Um, okay, here's the truth. Here we go. 
I laughed pretty hard at lots of points of this movie. Can confirm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mostly I said things like, oh, I remember that. And then would say what the punchline was going to be. I apologize to all of you. Mm. Um, <laughs> but no, I enjoyed it. I had a fine time. And I feel like normally I would give it like three and a half, but I'm feeling saucy. Nope. And I do appreciate that Austin Powers did say no thank you and was a hashtag good man mm-hmm. for... Such, such a low bar. Bots. It is such a low bar. Yeah. It is such a low bar, yeah. but it was mm-hmm. such a refreshing surprise, especially around that time. Yes. Yeah. And considering Either like for 96 or... No. Six, 60... 90... 97 or 67. 697. Yep. The year 697. And the Visigoths are <laughs> <laughs> invading. Sorry, history nerds. They that is probably not a correct reference. 1,000 years. Yes. And now they're back in Vegas. Now you have to picture me playing a saxophone. Okay. Yep. <laughs> How's wow. the basketball team? I'm so pepped. I'm feeling so pepped. I'm make sure the, we're going to make the championship. Make the three pointer. Maybe Bobby will look at me after he makes the shot, and then I'll know he loves me. Do you think he'll go to the dance? Mm, magic under the seas coming up. Mm. Oh, well, I just voted homecoming queen. Yes, you were. That <laughs> yeah, was rhetorical. Oh. <laughs> Well, uh, don't shove me in the locker, homecoming queen. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm not focusing on my schoolwork because of my parents' divorce. <laughs> Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquet, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.